Kura Patawita. Welcome to the 15th episode of Memories in the Key of Life, where we reflect, dissect, inspect, and give respect to all the moments of joy, frustration, and humor we confront every day. And we do it with a bit of music and, if you're lucky, a choice chunk of poetry, a very short story, or an abbreviated pontification. And uh, today's featured pontification is a poetic rant about soccer moms. And we're not talking about ordinary soccer moms. We're talking about soccer moms and dads that are anchored in decades of caregiving and mired in debt, caring for adults, live at home, behaviorally disabled children. Why do you call them soccer moms, Alexandra? David, I don't call them soccer moms. I call us soccer moms. I'm one of them, and I definitely am looking to hand my jersey over to anyone who will take it. Well, what what gets me is that this situation that you're talking about, I'm guessing, disables the caregivers in, in so many ways. You're very familiar with that, aren't you? Yes, I am. The little bit of research that has been conducted confirms my personal experience. Continuing to care for our adult daughter is literally killing me slowly. My health and my husband's health is declining faster than our peers without disabled adults. All right. Uh, what, I mean, what kind of landscape of resources for a caregiver uh, are available out there? What, what does that landscape look like? Oh, God. It's a desert right now. I mean, I just read another article yesterday. There's a crisis shortage of direct support that comes into the home. So we're, you know, we're authorized for 50 hours a week and we get nothing. What would be the least that you would expect in the way of, of resources? Well, uh, we're in the process of trying to transition our daughter into what they call residential habilitation, which is a fancy word for a group home or something. Um, but every attempt we've made at, at meeting the criteria and putting all the pieces together just keeps collapsing. Like our last episode of challenge was when the uh, provider crunched the numbers and said, oh, with the, the budget the state has given us, we're in the red. We can't do it. I'm getting the sense that this is probably one of the most complex levels of bureaucracy when it comes to providing care for behaviorally dis disabled adults. How crazy is it? Well, it was crazy before COVID, but now it's insane. Now it is just dysfunctional. And, you know, I'm beginning to wonder whether I should just give up and wait for the world to, like, people to get their brains back because... I'm very concerned about people and, and the way they're responding. There's like, there's a level of disconnect and apathy that it just seems to disintegrate everything that I'm trying to accomplish. The media buzz, as it always has been, is governed by the saying, if it bleeds, it leads. Unfortunately, caregiving for developmentally disabled adults living at home just doesn't bleed. But 
It wounds, and it does so in a way that sucks the life and savings out of parents as badly as it does if you're caring for your aging parents. Sometimes it does bleed. I want to share a story that just came to mind, a true story about us. As I was beginning to try to prepare this group home that finally said we can't budget for her, so that she, if there was a crisis, they were prepared to handle it. And this, and our sports coordinator said, well, what normally handles when a house says to a family, oh, we can't keep them, which happens. Like, you go through all this trouble to transition them to a place that is supposed to be able to, and understands them and can manage them effectively. And the child does something that they can't handle, and they say, she has to go. The Bureau of Autism Services just throws them into uh, what, wherever you can, they can find a bed anywhere in a respite situation across the state of Pennsylvania. Oh, well, if you won't take them back home, we'll just put them anywhere we can find. And I was horrified and devastated. That is cruel. That is cruel to put a person with autism who is traumatized into a bed somewhere, anywhere in the state of Pennsylvania. That doesn't make any sense to me, so it does sometimes bleed. The story you've just related does in fact show me that it does bleed in ways that, that we, are, we, we just don't comprehend. Next time you hear the term soccer moms, I want you all to think of these soccer moms and dads and the way it bleeds for them. Another YMCA. I gotta get away to the sunshine to redefine who I am and why I'm here with all the same parents year after year. It's a sentence we've drawn to care for our spawn, behaviorally disabled, now they grow up enabled, and we feel fatigued, overwhelmed, and besieged by 20 years of swim meets, special needs, dances, basketball games, tournaments, bowling parties, all of us in bleachers or on the sideline, aging cheerleaders starting to decline. They closed the institutions because they didn't like those solutions. Their disability now our complete responsibility. It means an end to all tranquility. They're entitled to attention while we try for stability. You won't get a vacation from this profession, an all-encompassing dimension. There ain't no intervention. You're on call seven times, 24, and you'll spend all of that and even way more as they get older and grown. Your savings will be blown by dependent adults living in your home. This will wear you out so you think about retiring, but you can't because they'll always be requiring your help, your presence. They have no independence, can't afford a separate residence, because the waiting list for Medicaid support is an endless tangle, impossible to sort. And affordable housing, I hate to report, is another resource that's as critically short as qualified caregivers. It makes you want to uh, abort to get out of the game. Your whole life has been the same a perpetual soccer bomb, and that's a shame, because we're stress-aging fast and losing the flame, when once we had fire, all we see is the pain of heavy debt. 85% of adults with developmental disabilities are still the live-at-home responsibilities of aging parents losing their abilities to cope, but have little choice in this servility. 
They remain soccer moms and dads, it seems, in perpetuity. When you're 50, 60, 70 years old, you deserve a break, some peace to unfold, not an adult child to continually uphold. You worry what to do with your aging mom and dad? We who care for adult children have also got it pretty bad. It's overwhelming, unrelenting, very little helping to keep the wolf from the door. To look for housing affordabilities for those with disabilities, of funding agreeability. Let's acknowledge the reality. There isn't just one disability. We are equally disabled by the futility, the seeming impossibility of old age tranquility. We hope for a balance of sensibility where we can be at peace responsibly. Can we hope for some facility to ease this seeming instability? We need some help, some viability, a way to free us with some civility. I get the feeling you're not an armchair activist. Am I wrong? And if you are, what brings you to the firing line? Despite everything that I've endured, I still hold a genuine intention of caring for our planet and being of service to everyone. Remember, I'm Zen Mom. My message, we can do better. Being a parent of an autistic child really pushes my button. So yes, I am like a mama bear. I do social activism like a mama bear. I have this real knee-jerk reaction to witnessing people reject other people. You, you, you don't know, you, Alexandra, you can't fix the world. Let it go, take a break and relax. That's what most people do. Well, I want us to be one happy family, the world one happy family, where everyone has a seat at the table. That's, that's my vision. And in my life, I do a whole lot more cooking than I do making music. And I gotta say, you cooked up a good little piece of music here. It was great to write and record this poetic rant, Feed Them Sisters. This is a funky, demanding rant filled with the insistence that we all embrace caring about not just food, but so much else. So, if you don't have much of a social conscience, then be ready for the kind of fury and fervor this little lady puts out about an issue dear to her heart when she asks you to feed them sisters. You can smell God in my kitchen. You can smell God in my kitchen. You can smell God in my kitchen. Take it from the top. Feed them sisters is the rhythm in my kitchen. I got my sisters swaying side to side in a cooking rapture that defies free packaging. Children shouldn't be running for their buses eating chips and gold pizza wrapped in paper towels. Where are their mothers working for number three red food coloring corporation? I want to teach them to cook. And you, and you, and you too. Come on everybody! Side by side in your own cooking rapture that defies me.
your senses in a way no future man ever can. You can smell God in my kitchen. You can smell God in my kitchen. You can smell God in my kitchen. Magic in the rhythm of cooking together. The magic's in the rhythm of cooking together. I said the magic's in the rhythm of cooking together. So. Wouldn't you like to cook less and write and record music more? I'm so easily distracted by suffering. I have a terrible time saying, go away, don't bother me now. I'm writing or playing music or watching TV or whatever. My ears always pick up the sound of the whining child and then I get distracted and the creative moment fades right before my eyes. So that's the dilemma in my life craving artistic narcissism, but winding up distracted by other people's problems. And, and for that, I think those who know you and those who are getting to know you must be grateful, such as uh, Boyer Heath in Bergenfield, Ohio, Dan DeLuca in Old Forge, Mississippi, and Lainey Cushman from Syracuse. Thank you all for being such loyal fans and emailing us your positive thoughts. And if you like what you hear, drop us a line at memories in the key of life, all one word, lowercase, at gmail.com. Uh, and if you don't, well, so be it. All that matters is that we love what we're doing, how we're doing it, and we're having fun. So if you are too, visit again, and don't forget your memories are in the key of life. Take it from the top. Them sisters is the rhythm in my kitchen. I got my sisters swaying side to side.